which creates wealth. Hallelujah. Psalm 75, verse 6 and 7. Psalm 75, verse 6 and 7. Bible says that for promotion cometh neither from the east nor from the west, nor from the south, verse 7. It says that, but God is the judge. Hallelujah. He put it down one and he set it up another. Hey, I see God setting you up somewhere. Hallelujah. Promotion does not come from your uncle. Neither does it come from your boss. Even though he may be the one who wrote the letter that you have been promoted, I am telling you, it is God who promoted you. That's why you have been promoted. No, you don't, you don't, you don't understand. You don't believe. That's why you are not saying amen. Your wedding that you are having, that a man has proposed to you and is going to marry you, it's not because you are beautiful, though. It is because God decided to promote you. And that is why a man looked at you. So many men have looked at you, but nobody said, I will marry you. But this one said, I will marry you. I'm leaving all others. You are the one. You are the one. It's a promotion from God. So the Bible says that, Psalm 14 verse 1, it is only the fool who says that there is no God. Because we don't understand that it is God who makes us. Psalm 127 verse 1, it says that, Except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain, that build it. Except the Lord keeps wake, the watchman will watch, but in vain. Then the Bible says that, It is vain for you to rise early and to sleep late. Only to eat the bread of sorrows. (laughs) For so he giveth his beloved sleep. It's God who gives you sleep. But I like the New American Standard Version of this verse. Verse 2. New American Standard Version. Look at it. You will like it. It says that. Can you give me NASB version on the screen? Where's Richard? You see why I need you? Yeah. So... The NS version says that it is vain for you to rise up early and sleep late. For God is the one who gives to you even in your sleep. So you can be sleeping and God can give to you. What you need to understand if you're going to make wealth, if you're going to walk in unbeatable prosperity, you need to understand the principle of humility. Or the law of humility. Anybody who wants to be rich goes through that law. James 4 6. It says that God resists, He resists the proud, but He gives grace to the humble. So when you are proud, God will resist you. God will God will make sure that you never make it in life. I don't know whether that's what you want. God promotes. But if you resist, if you become proud, he will resist you. Are you people here? Are you here? So I don't know which one you want. Do you want the resistance of God? 
or you want the lifting of God. May God lift you up. Bible says that humble yourself in the sight of God and he will lift you up. So many people, they are proud, even political parties. We have been in Ghana here and we have seen political parties that came and they felt so proud. Oh, you are not here. You were not here in Ghana. They thought that Agbena is, is like a, it's a damn deal. We are in a comfortable league. Only to realize that, listen, God resisted the proud, the arrogant, the one who feels big, the one who feels that he's too big. Hey! May you not feel too big in your life. May you become a humble person so that God will lift you up. All these companies, big, big firms that have crashed, it's all because the managers and the big people there, they stopped doing the things that they were doing that made them rich. They started feeling too big. Yeah. Right. And sometimes some of these people, they even talk to men of God and other people in a certain way. Because it's like where we have reached. But that's it. God will just bring you down. Hey, ask the next person, do you want the promotion that God is bringing or you want? Tell him, receive promotion in the name of Jesus. Humility has been shown to be an important factor in world creation. This is what Bishop says. Arrogant, worthy empires have crumbled through their pride. He says successful companies have been wiped out when the management lost their original humble attitudes. Yeah. Deuteronomy 26, verse 1. Look at something here. He said, and it shall be. When you are come in unto the land with the Lord thy God giveth thee for an inheritance. And I see you coming into a land. Oh, only three people. Maybe I should come this way. May you come into a land of great inheritance. Receive it in the name of Jesus. No, it's a month of unbeatable prosperity. So be receiving all the things. Because God is going to prosper you mightily. Which the Lord your God giveth thee for inheritance, and possesseth it, and dwelleth therein. Verse 2. Look at what it is. That you have come to a good place that God has blessed you. He said that you shall take of the first of all the fruits of the earth, which you shall bring of your land, that the Lord your God giveth thee, and you shall put it in a basket. Like how we put ours in an envelope, or in the card that is given to you. And you shall go to the place where the Lord, your God, shall choose to place his name there. So like this is a place where God has put his name here. Take first fruits of what you have. 10% of what you have. Put it in a basket. Now we don't have basket, we have envelopes. Put it in an envelope and bring it to the place where his name is there. And this is the place. Verse 3, he said... And you shall go unto the priest, and you shall be in those days and say to him, I profess this day unto the Lord my God, that I am come unto the country which the Lord swear unto me, 
unto our fathers to give. So, I've come, I've been blessed by God. God has brought me to the land that He promised me. The unbeatable prosperity He promised me, He has brought me there. And He said, And the priest will take the basket or the envelope out of your hand, and He will set it before the altar of the Lord your God. Verse 5. And you shall speak and say before the Lord your God, Assyrian ready to perish was my father. And he went down into Egypt and sojourned there with a few and became great and mighty. Listen, you were Assyrian ready to perish. You were Assyrian about to die. Your life was just coming down. If it hadn't been for the Lord, nothing was going to work in your life. You were Assyrian ready to perish. Now the Lord has brought you into a good land. The Lord has lifted you. You are feeling what? Big. A Syrian about to die. You were nobody. Nobody even wanted you. And by the grace of God, they have lifted you. They brought you somewhere. You said what? I won't bring my tithe. I won't, I won't do what? One day somebody told Bishop, he said, do you know how much I am? I should bring 10% of it. No. I will not bring it. He has forgotten that he was a Syrian. Oh, I don't know what I'm preaching to somebody. University students, you would have been perishing somewhere. You are not the only ones who apply for the university. A lot of people apply, but look at you. You have been selected. You have been chosen. You are in the university. You can easily think, oh, it's because of my intelligence. Oh, it's because my brother. I'm telling you. Some people have intelligence, but they are not here. But God, God, God promoted you. Every day when you are blessed, tell yourself, I am a Syrian ready to perish. But God has had mercy on me. Whenever any good thing comes to you, don't feel big and say, whatever. I was a Syrian ready to perish. And God has blessed me. Somebody put your hands together. Many arrogant and rich people have no time for priests and pastors. Any businessman who stays humble will generate wealth for himself. Any Christian who maintains a humble attitude will create wealth for himself. Paying tithe forces you to be humble and you submit to the priest or the pastor of the day for your own good. Yeah. Now this man who said, do you think that, do you know how much I am? You, 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 you are not humble. One day, we were there when the man came running to the church. Bishop, I'll bring all my tithe. I'll bring everything. What was happening? He had been diagnosed of some sickness. And he, he was about to die. And now it has occurred to him that, hey, I am going to meet my maker. And like the memory verse that we memorized, the whatever, whether it's of the, the seed of the land or the fruit of the tree, it is the Lord's. Now the Lord is going to ask you, all the things that you had, I gave it to you. How come you didn't bring my tithe? What answer are you going to give to God? 
He said, I'm bringing everything. I'm even bringing more. The bishop said, you don't have to. You need the money to take care of yourself. He said, no, 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 no. I want to bring the money. Yeah. The man is dead now. But, I mean, before then, he could see. Hey. Tell the next person, please don't be proud, though. Tell him, humble yourself. Humble yourself. Otherwise, you are coming down. Law number two. These are the laws of rich people. I'm telling you, if you are going to have money, a lot of really wealthy people, you won't see that they are wealthy. It is the JJCs. Do you know JJC? Johnny Jeskam. Paul and one man The JJCs, they are the ones, when you see them, they wear big team kuntai. You just came. That's why. But the real rich people, you even see. See them walking cool. You should see. Yeah, they take buses and things. You should see, uh, what's that guy's name? Bill Gates, standing in the queue to wait for McDonald's to buy some. He's wearing sandals. He's just standing. You would think that Bill Gates would be whatever. He's also standing there. people idiopathic pride do you know idiopathic pride idiopathy is is doing something without a cause so you are proud without a cause you don't have anything but you are proud look at you look at you pmp they say ghanians we are pmp they say we are poor and proud mercy Hey, our time is up. You boy, you're making me talk too much. Law number two, law number two, is that tithing Christians fulfill the law of sowing and reaping, which creates wealth. <laughs> you see, every farmer creates wealth for himself when he sows his seeds. The oldest law of wealth. Listen, listen, what's that? Can it be stopped? Can it be stopped? Tell them to stop it. They should have done this yesterday. The oldest law of world creation is embodied in the principle of sowing and reaping. And ancient farmers who did not know modern economic theories at least knew that they will reap a harvest if they sow the right seeds. Now the Bible is replete with scriptures that teach us on all these principles. And you know, the reason why we must even be interested in it, because paying of tithe is also like sowing a seed. Genesis chapter 8 and verse 20, is it 20 or 22? 22. The Bible says that as long as the earth remains... As long as the earth is here, unless maybe the earth is gone, never forget this thing. That so long as we are here on the earth, under the sun, like Solomon would say, we are under the sun, the Bible says that seed time and harvest time, they will never cease. There will always be a time to sow and there will be a time to harvest. 
Some of you have been sowing for a long time. I came to prophesy to you that your harvest season has come. Receive a bountiful harvest. You've been sowing. Some of you have sowed and you have not seen. You have sowed for some time and you haven't seen anything happening. I came to tell you as long as the earth remains, seed time and harvest. Seed time and harvest. I see your harvest coming. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Galatians chapter 6 verse 7. It says that do not be deceived. Don't let it cross your mind in another way. Say, so do not be deceived. God is not mocked. Whatsoever a man soweth, that also. I said that also. I said that also. I see you reaping a great harvest. Oh, you're, you're receiving, I, I, I don't know. Because some of you, a harvest, I see a plentiful harvest. Receive it in the name of Jesus. It is your portion. I said it is your portion. I said it is your portion. Receive it in the name of Jesus. God will bless you. But when you don't sow anything, <laughs> Hosea chapter 8 verse 7, it's a verse you must remember. Hosea, Hosea. He said, when you sow wind, air, because a lot of people, air is in your hand. When you sow the wind, you shall reap whirlwind. <laughs> Do you know whirlwind? Wind that is blow, it will blow your, your house, it will blow everything away. Motiaframa, is that what they call it? You keep sowing wind. It's like I won't, I won't give. I'm not here from my small. Where wind is a wild window. Me, I won't give my tithe. Me, I won't sow anything. They come, they, these pastors that have come these days, they like money. They are taking our money. Me, when you hear when we memorize the verse, it is the Lord. You keep thinking whatever you think. <laughs> Whatsoever. That means that when you bring your tithe, I, I, I prophesy to you. Your tithe will not go away waste. You shall reap that harvest in the name of Jesus. Some of you have given tithe for years. I'm telling you, it is happening. Sometimes it may have come, but you haven't even seen that this word has come for you. But God has blessed you. God has lifted you. Brother Collins, God has blessed you. I'm telling you. The psalmist said in Psalm 126 and verse 5. He said, They that sow in tears. You know, I've always read that verse, but it's like I, I, I never really, it's like, oh yeah, it's a verse that is there. It's like, oh, how can you be sowing in tears? It's like you're bringing the money and then you're crying, you know. But I've been there when I've had to give a certain seed which the Lord told me to sow. And when I went to take that money, man, man, have you ever pulled hair from your nose before? See that, man. In fact, when I heard the person, I said, get thee behind me, Satan. It, it is not possible that it's God speaking to me. 
But it was God. And one of the ways you can know that God is speaking to you is that the thing is repetitive. It doesn't go away. You keep feeling it. Keep feeling it. Do this, do this, do this. Just obey. And I went to take the money. Because <laughs> that money was a huge money. We were going to do something with it. My wife and I, I went to tell her. I said, God said we should give this money. <laughs> you know. I was just wondering what she was going to say because it's not every wife that will accept such a thing. What are you talking about, my brother? The money we have saved, you are going to do what? You said God said what? Are you sure it's God? But she said, if it's God, let's do it. Yeah, you need to make God give you a good wife like that. <laughs> but listen, as I was taking the money, <laughs> That is when I understood this verse. <laughs> they that so in tears. Hey! I mean, since then, I've not had that experience. I mean, I mean giving, but that day, I mean, God was asking me for something that, it was like my life. They shall, Bible says that they shall reap. Oh. I, I see you reaping in joy. Whatever made you cry, God is taking the tears away. God is giving you something that will make you laugh and be happy and rejoice. Receive it in the name of Jesus. It shall be your portion. But I like verse 6. It says that, verse 6 says that, give me verse 6 quickly. Your, your machine is frozen. Father, give us a new computer. In the name of Jesus. He said, but they that go along weeping and carrying precious seed. Bible says that they shall doubtless, <laughs> doubtless, doubtless, they shall come back. Hey! Oh, you're giving me another version. Where is the Kojobi? He said, bearing precious seed, they shall doubtless, in other words, don't doubt it. They shall come back rejoicing. Anybody who has given anything with tears, I prophesy to you. This one, I'm prophesying with my eyes open. Because you will come back. I see you coming back. Wherever you went that you didn't like, I see you coming back with joy. I see you coming back with dancing. I see you coming back with jubilation. Receive it in the name of Jesus. They shall doubtless return rejoicing, carrying their sheets with them. You'll be carrying more than you can even carry. That is what God is going to bless you with. As you bring your tithe to the house of God, and it looks like it's a precious seed, and you are crying. God said, it will not be in vain. Doubtless, you shall come back rejoicing. I see you coming back with joy. I see every seed that you have sown being given back to you. Bible says in Luke 6, 38, it said, Give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaking together, running over. Am I prophesying to somebody? Receive whatever you are giving back to you. Receive it in a good measure. Press down, shaking together, running over. 
Sometimes when you go to the market, you go and buy either gari or lonka or whatever rice. Sometimes the lonka, they have, they have hit the under, so the thing has come up. So when they give you, it is not a good measure. Oh, am I preaching to somebody here? But God is not like the woman at the market who has hit under the thing. Am I preaching to somebody here? He will not give you something that is not the right measure. But he said, I will give you good measure. Receive good measure. Good measure of health. Good measure of prosperity. Good measure of blessing. Receive it in the name of Jesus. He said, I will give you good measure. And sometimes when they are giving you, they just pour the thing on it. I don't know. He tell the woman, Auntie, to zoom me, why? He just put something small. But God said, I, I will not do that. He said, I will press it down. I will press it down. I, I see a blessing. Oh, 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 oh. Ah. I see a blessing. God is pressing it down. Receive a pressed down blessing. Because the pressed down is different from the normal. Sometimes you see that there's a lot of space around the thing. They just give it to you when you take it. But God said, me, I will not just give it to you. I will press it down. I will press it down. And create more space on top. Press down. And then maybe, if I press, it didn't go well. He said, I will shake it. 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 Receive the shaking of the Lord. So that the corners where the things couldn't enter, I will shake it. I see money entering some corner somewhere. I see a blessing entering some corner somewhere. Receive it in the name of Jesus. It says, shaking together. And now when I'm giving you, I'll not just give you small. I'll make sure that as I'm giving you, the thing is running over. Running over. Running over. Running over. Receive a running over blessing. Receive more than you can carry blessing. Stand to your feet as we close. Oh, somebody put your hands together for Jesus. Oh, yes. Give and it will come back to you. Good measure, press down, shaking together and running over. Give and it will come back to you. Oh, when you give, give to the Lord. Oh, give and it will come back to you. Oh, good measure, press down, shaking together and running over. Give and it will come back to you. When you give, give to the Lord. Everybody just lift up your hand and talk to God. Talk to God right now. Talk to God right now. Everybody just pray. Pray. Sometimes we've just joked around with our tithe because we have not understood the secrets of world creation. Pray. Pray and ask God to help you. To be humble. Pray that you will sow. You will sow the tithe. And give to the Lord. Father, we bless you. We thank you, O oh God, for your word today. Help us, O oh God, to sow 
the seeds that you give to us, may we not eat them. May we not keep them to ourselves. But Lord, we will sow them. And as we sow, let the blessing of sowing and reaping be our portion. Good measure, pressed down, shaking together, and running over. Cause men to give to our bosom. We bless you, Father, in the name of Jesus. And as every head is bowed, all eyes closed, maybe you are here, somebody invited you. You don't know Jesus as Lord and Savior. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to surrender my life to Jesus. If you are here like that, you want to surrender your life to Jesus. You want to be born again. Just lift up your right hand wherever you are and I'll pray with you. You want to give your life to Jesus. Lift up your right hand I'll pray with you. Let it go up above your head. God bless you, my brother. I see your hand. God bless you. God bless you. Don't be shy. Today is a day of salvation. Lift up your right hand. Let it go up above your head. God bless you. If you have lifted up your hand, please do one more thing for me. Move out of your seat and come to me in front here. Come and let's pray together. Clap for them as they come. 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 Come this way. God bless you. God bless you. Anybody else joining him? And we're going to pray together. Lift up your two hands. It's a sign of surrender. And let's pray together. Repeat after me. Say, Lord Jesus, today I thank you for dying on the cross to save me from my sins. Please forgive me all my sins. Come into my heart. Make me a new person. Please write my name in the Lamb's book of life. From today, I will serve you. I will follow you for the rest of my days. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen.